Hey Adeline, this story's for you. Hans Christian Andersen was such a wonderful author. He told the neatest stories. And a very fun story that he tells is Thumbelina. But it is so long. And I think that this little adaption called Thumbling is very fun. I hope you enjoy it. I love you. There once was a king and queen who wished very much for a little child. They wished for one so much that one day when a fairy visited them, they asked her to tell them where they could get one. The fairy told them they would find a child in a beautiful flower which she gave them. The queen took it home and kissed the flower when pop, it opened. And right in the center of the tulip, on its beautiful green stamens, sat a maiden, no bigger than half your thumb. It was so small that the queen called her Thumbling. The queen loved Thumbling very much and made her a cradle out of a walnut shell with violet leaves for a mattress and a rose leaf for the cover lid. In this she slept at night and in the daytime played upon the table among the flowers where the tulip leaf made her nice little boat in which she sat and sang. Once when she was sleeping, the wind blew the cradle out of the window and it fell into the garden where there was an ugly old toad. He felt so sorry for poor Thumbling's rough awakening, so he took the cradle and hopped away with it to his home in the swamp. It was wet and marshy beside the stream, so the toad put the tr- cradle on a lily leaf while he got a guest room ready for Thumbling. In the morning she awoke and began to cry, for she did not like her new island home with water all around it. When the toad had his room ready, he swam out to get the cradle and put Thumbling's in her new room. While he was gone, Thumbling cried louder, for she did not want to go and live with the toad. The fishes heard the noise and pushed their heads up and saw the pretty little maiden weeping. They wished they could help her and swam down out of sight. Very soon, the stalk of the lily leaf began to tremble, and in a minute, Thumbling found herself floating down the stream in her new home, far away from the ugly toad. Oh, the fish had set her free. As Thumbling sailed away down the stream, she noticed a yellow butterfly fluttering about her. She invited the butterfly to ride with her, and he, being very pleased with Thumbling, alighted on the leaf, and together they sailed away. Thumbling threw her girdle over the butterfly and fastened it to the leaf, and in this way she sailed much faster. They had not gone far when Thumbling was caught up in the claws of a great hawk and carried high up in a tree. Thumbling was very much frightened. She thought of the poor butterfly fastened to the leaf and hoped someone would free it and it could get away and get something to eat. The great bird hawk fed her with sweets from the flowers and brought other birds to see her. The other birds did not like her. And though she was so very pretty, they did not want her to live with them. So they put her on a daisy and left her to do what she liked. Through the days of summer, she was happy. She lived on honey from the flowers and made her bed of grass blades and drank dew, which stood every morning upon the leaves. 
Summer and autumn passed, and then the snow began to fall. All the trees and flowers shed their leaves, and the birds who had sung so sweetly went away. Then Thumbling wrapped herself in a torn brown leaf and shivered with cold. She wandered in a cornfield where the field mouse spoke to her and asked her to come in and dine. The mouse was very much pleased with Thumbling and told her that she might stay all winter if she would keep house clean and tidy. To this Thumbling agreed. One night she saw a swallow numbed with cold lying on the ground. She made a blanket for him of hay and covered the poor bird's head with a leaf. The bird was not dead, as Thumbling thought, only cold. The bird moved when the warmth of the leaf began to be felt. This frightened Thumbling, who was so very much smaller than the bird, but she took courage and laid the wraps closer about him. The swallow was better the next day, and Thumbling nursed him, bringing water with a flower petal. Thank you, pretty child. I have been famously warmed and cared for, and soon will be strong enough to fly about in the warm sunshine. It is so cold. Why do you not stay with me? asked Thumbling. The swallow remained with Thumbling the whole winter. But when spring came, she flew out into the warm sunshine. Would you like to come and live with me? said the swallow. You can ride on my back. You are such a small maiden. I will carry you far away over the mountains, over trees to where the warm country lies. And Thumbling jumped on the swallow's back and fastened her girdle to one of the strongest feathers. And so they traveled. This is my house, Swallow said at last, but you must not live here. Thumbling looked around, and there, at the window of the house, where Swallow had built her nest, sat her own dear mamma, the queen. Oh, how glad she was to see her. And thanking the Swallow for bringing her home, she crept into her mother's arms, and there on the window sill was a nut cradle, just like her own dear bed, waiting for her. The End So many adventures for little Thumbling. Do you have little dolls? Those LOL dolls are pretty little. Maybe they could have adventures. Would they meet a toad? Would they float in a pedal boat? Or be pulled by a butterfly? Or carried by a bird? Are you going to be the queen, Mama? Oh, so many fun things. I hope you have a fun day. I love you.